Welcome back to the Chris Massey Show. Today I have the privilege of sitting here with the founder and president of a great organization um, that's really supportive of the great city of Detroit. We have Mr. Damian Ellis and the organization is Social Scene. Welcome to the show. Oh, what's going on, Chris? Thanks for having me on. No problem, man. It's an honor. Uh, thank you for taking your time, and also uh, congratulations with your organization. I've been hearing some great things about it, and I'm looking forward to attending one of your events, so at least one. So what exactly is Social Scene? Uh, so Social Scene is actually Social Scene, so it's spelled S-O-U-L-C-I-A-L, right. Scene, um, and basically it's a group of young professionals in Detroit. Uh, we came together to try to attack some of the social issues plaguing um, citizens in the city and eventually we plan to spread across the country. Right. And um, basically our approach is to increase black-owned business revenue mm-hmm. um, in an effort to increase employment and opportunities for um, African Americans in right. this city. So um, we, or, or I, had this idea of bringing I started with the concept of trying to have shuttles that shuttle people to lunch, um, black-owned businesses around the downtown midtown area during lunch, and um, I, via social media, put a call to action out for anybody who wanted to help me put uh, the idea into uh, action mm-hmm. to meet me at um, I rented out the upstairs of They Say Restaurant downtown yeah. and I just I it was an open inv- invitation for anyone who wanted to come and um, support what I was trying to do right. and 30 people showed up on the fir- at the first meeting um, and then you know it dwindled down uh, as we continued to meet because we met once a month and um, now we're down to 10 people, and those are the 10 people who I have pretty much founded the organization with. And we've been rocking since de- December, and we've, we've done about one uh, event per month. Right. Uh, we've built up a pretty healthy client base, and we've bought a tremendous amount of revenue out of black business owners. Nice, nice. And uh, first of all, I want to commend you for taking that step, you know, because that's a, that's a service that's much needed. You know, and um, yeah, that's a, that's a really dope concept. So, what really inspires you to take this route? Like, is this something, a vision that you've had for a long time, or were you sitting around one day and was like, you know, I want to fill this void because, you know, sometimes out of necessity, you get great um, ideas? So, uh, it's a little bit of both. Uh, just growing up, I have always had a passion for issues um, that black Americans face Mm -hmm. and throughout my professional career uh, I've been you know I have a finance degree and I I worked on Wall Street I've worked in General Motors Treasury so I've been trained to pay attention to data and statistics and um, using the data uh, I came across uh, two statistics National statistics. So black business owners hire black people at a 64% hiring rate. Non-black business owners hire black people at a 10% hiring rate. So just using those numbers, uh, it didn't make sense for for me to sit on the sidelines while uh, black Americans spend a prime majority of all of our money with business owners who, as they grow, they're going to hire, you know, 10 
black people out of every hundred they hire. Right. And if we were to divert as much money as we could to black business owners, uh, those businesses as they grow would hire 64 black people out of every hundred that they hire. Right. So uh, from that statistic, I just started to, to come up with a strategy on how to um, make it easy for citizens to spend as much money as they could with black business owners. Uh, so that's, it, it really came from just those statistics and then more than just, because I think in the past, I've done this and a lot of people have done this, they'll, they'll find some information and they think disseminating that information is enough just to let people know, oh, look at these statistics, right. aren't they crazy? And then, you know, people forget about it in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Yeah. I wanted to put a platform together where I would make it easy. So basically um, what we do is we shuttle people to black business owners and we're using um, the happy hour concept just because in Detroit we feel like there's a void for young professional happy hour scene right. in the city. And um, we have a shuttle that'll show up to your business. Um, and if we don't show up to your business, we have two pickup locations um, that are close to uh, pretty much every office building in Detroit's uh, downtown Midtown Business District. Mm -hmm. And all you got to do is just show up and we'll show you to the businesses. You don't have to go through the pain of looking up, you know, all the black businesses and then the worry of if the one that you choose is going to be of the quality that you, you you would expect so we kind of um, filter the businesses that we partner with to make sure people are getting a quality environment and quality services nice nice and uh so when you go through that process of choosing locations if somebody wants to be involved how would they how would they go about doing that um so we have a website it is www.soulshulcine.com that's s-o-u-l-c-i-a-l-s-c-e-n-e and um, on our website, you can click the subscribe button. You can click the purchase tickets button. You can click the about us button. That gives you um, not only our background, but there's a press page that has a lot of the coverage that we've been getting. So um, from a media perspective, we've been our, our concept has been very well received. We've uh, been featured in Essence Magazine. We've been featured in uh, Metro Times, uh, Michigan Chronicle, uh, Black Magazine. Uh, the blog Blavity did something on us, um, and I, I'm sure I'm forgetting a few, but um, the the reception has been really, really, really uh, good. So right, right. Um, all you all you need to do is go on our website, and uh, our email is on there, and you can submit your email. Um, we're also very active on social media, so on Instagram, Twitter, and um, Facebook. Our handle is uh, at Social Scene. And we, resp we respond to uh, private messages, so if you'd like to just uh, contact us directly, the best way would probably be one of those social media outlets. Nice, nice. Yeah, make sure y'all take advantage of this opportunity, because uh, like I said, one thing I respect and appreciate about you and the other team members is that you're actually doing. You know, like you said, a lot of people talk about it, or this might be a good idea, and it stops there. Because, you know, usually... A lot of people have great ideas and concept, concepts that can be useful, but when it comes to the actual doing, yeah, you know, things taper off a little bit. So, uh, yeah, much respect to you and the whole organization. I think that's a great thing. Absolutely, and uh, I just wanted to, to to add to that. I we also want to create a standard where um, those who are trying to be active and involved and 
make a contribution. Um, we want to set the standard of how contributions should be made. So everything we do is based on statistics and we have uh, measurable goals. Right. So, because um, we, we want to see the impact that we're having. Mm -hmm. We want to we know how much revenue we're actually bringing to, to the businesses that partner with us and to the businesses who sponsor our events. Um, so one of our goals, which we will definitely hit already uh, before the summer is out, is we'll, we will be um, bringing twenty to $25,000 per month in revenue to uh, the, the businesses that we partner with, which is, you know, that's per month. So, and this is revenue that these businesses wouldn't have. And a part of, a part of our model is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday events because we feel like these businesses don't need us on Friday, Saturday. So we, we pack out a bar or a restaurant or a store on Tuesday yeah. with like 150 to 200 people or 120 people mm -hmm. um, when they normally would be empty. Yeah. So we're bringing thousands of dollars to these to these businesses in an effort to not only bring awareness to them, but bring dollars to them yeah. um, so they can hire or at, at the very least not have to you know fire employees because um, they're not generating the type of dollars that that are required to maintain a healthy staff. Yeah, man, that's great, and um, I like the I like that concept too because that's a great point. You know. It's, keep them uh, functioning at a high level uh, weekly, you know. That's all about efficiency. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, so one thing that you, I don't think you realize, uh, you never know the life that you're affecting. Like, you actually know what you're doing with this uh, specific movement, but you helped me significantly with the evolution of my brand by uh, helping me get the studio that I worked at, which has given me the network and momentum that I have to this day. Well, it was actually six years, it'd be six years in August. Mm. Um, you and your father, actually. Um, you brought a person I admire and respect a lot, extremely, to Detroit. Um, oh, okay. Lloyd Lewis. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Reginald Francis Lewis was a great entrepreneur and uh, just a phenomenal being and, and businessman. And I read that book, Why Should White Guys Have All the Fun, which I got here with me. Uh, not only that, I got her autograph that day and it changed my life. Her business advice that I received from that event, um, she led me to the studio that I ended up working at. Because I was like, you know how it is sometimes you need to cross that, that hump and you don't know. You need some in outside insight. Right. And that particular event, because if it hadn't been for y'all bringing her here, I wouldn't have met her that day and not meet her that day. Who knows how long it would have been till I actually got my wheels spinning again. So I want to thank you, and that was a great thing. Everything that you do, it seems to be about service. You know? That's dope, man. I appreciate that. And um, so just, I, I remember the event. So basically, the background on it is, I think it was 2011, where we did a meet me and a partner of mine and, and my father, who had the connection to Lloyd Lewis. We put a summer uh, reading academy together where we brought 15 students to Michigan University of Michigan for an overnight reading boot camp um, to increase the literacy rates of high school students in Detroit and one of the the sponsors or the main sponsor of the event was Lloyd Lewis who is the the widow of uh, the great Reginald Lewis mm -hmm. and uh, his book why should white guys have on all the fun was one of the books 
one of the three books that the students read um, throughout the entirety of that program. So it was two weeks overnight at U of M, and then the, the rest of the summer, uh, we partnered actually with Michigan State's um, satellite office on Woodward, where they completed you know the readings. Uh, but yeah, uh, and, and then there was an award ceremony at the end of the program where that's where we brought Lloyd yeah. Lewis to come. Um, and I, I do remember you being there, so that's okay. dope. That day was significant for me. And um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, it was interesting how you actually had that relationship because I remember your father being a good Samaritan. And I was like, yo, that it shows lessons in humility and just genuine, the genuine aspect of it on every level. Because it's like he made it a kind gesture. She accepted. Bam. It seemed simple. And it's like, that's why I tell people you never know who you're in the presence of and how you are impacting people's lives at any given point. So right. I'm glad it was for the better. You know? Yeah, I'm glad you told me that, man. That feels good. Because I, I, I'll say one thing about um, what I do and to set the record straight. So so 12, I think about 13 months ago, uh, I quit my job. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been in corporate America uh, fresh out of college in New York, started on, you know, like I said earlier, I, I was on Wall Street working at J.P. Morgan. Um, so I've always had the comfort of a high-paying, um, attractive corporate job. And last year, I made the decision to invest all of my time in, you know, the things that care that I care about most. Right, right. Um, but with that is a lot of uncertainty. And just hearing stories like yours um, and others where people let me know about the impact that what I'm doing and the people who work with me, what we are doing um, in social scene and in other initiatives that I'm a part of, that it helps. You know what I mean? It helps a whole lot where you, you feel like you're actually getting things done um, despite, you know, the uncertainty of, you know, this comfortable job that I left where I was making, you know, over six figures and over six figures in Detroit is like, right. <laughs> you know, that's baller status. Exactly so, right. yeah, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, like I said, that's a great thing because uh, a lot, like anything worth having is worth putting the effort into, you know, a lot of people don't really like entrepreneurship. That's why a lot of people don't do it. But it's worth it overall, you know. I was taught, do what you love and the money will come. So it's a lesson in humility and uh, the dedication is how you can tell because certain resources aren't always there. But like you said, the results make right. it worth every single moment because and it's the way it happens, divine timing. You know, it's like sometimes every day is not going to be great. I mean, those moments when you need it, like you said, you may get a random phone call or a random you know, uh, statement or someone saying, oh, I appreciate you or keep up the great work that you didn't even know they was paying attention. So yeah. that's what makes it worth it. Yeah, I, I can actually tell another story because this, this happened like two weeks ago mm -hmm. where a, 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 a young lady, and I, I call every lady young lady, yeah, but, <laughs> but a young lady uh, reached out to me um, because she told me she just got accepted on a full ride scholarship to law school um, and she had only applied because of uh, one of the posts that I made on social media. So uh, she hit me up. She private messaged me. Um, I hadn't even, she, I hadn't never met her. Right, right. Um, and she reached out to me saying that um, 
it was a post I did about the fact that if you are a graduate of Detroit Public Schools or you are a graduate of a historically black college, mm -hmm. you go you get to go to Wayne State Law School for free if you, if you get in. Nice. And most people didn't know that, so I did a post on it. Um, and you know, she said she had been thinking about law school like a lot of people do. But she said she had been following me for a little while, and because of that post, she she started taking it seriously. Right, right. And she ended up taking, um, you know, time off to study for the the LSAT, and you know, she got in to three law schools, <laughs> and uh, got got, you know, partial scholarships at other places. But her goal was was Wayne State. So she DM me like, yo, I I, I want to take you out to lunch because, you know, you you saved me ninety grand. <laughs> exactly right, and that that made my my month pretty yeah. much, you know. And it's, it's stories like like those and yours that you know make some of this stuff worthwhile. Because one of the there's a phenomenon, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna coin this. I'm gonna hashtag this. It's called broke broke activism, and that that is the hardest. If you study historically why in America a lot of these movements fail, it's because their leadership is broke. Mm -hmm. And the the ones that are successful is because their expenses are taken care of. So Harry Belafonte was paying all of Martin Luther King's bills. Um, the Nation of Islam was paying uh, all of Malcolm X's bills. Mm -hmm. And we can go down the list. Right. Um, so now in, in today's time, people don't really think about the the financial component and there are a lot of the the business people who aren't as connected to um you know the cause and the culture they just about you know themselves and making money so nobody's financing you know uh the fight if you will or the revolution exactly. or however you want to call it right um so a lot of these young guys are just out here you know trying to make an impact and not thinking about how hard and complex it is to really with no money um try to to change the world mm -hmm. and what i'm trying to do is show people like you can change the world and make money at the same time right. and we live in united states this is a ca uh, capitalist uh country mm -hmm. and you you got to play within the confines of the rules of this country right, and right. we can we can compete yeah. the way things are set up so i'm trying to show people like you don't have to be broke there's yeah, ways right. to make money and had an impact that you're trying to make. So that, you know, I just, I want people to stop, you know, I, I, I planned out my departure from corporate America. Right. You can't just be thinking you're gonna run in the streets, yelling and screaming with, <laughs> with no resources and no support and, and you're actually gonna have an impact because mm -hmm. you're going against people that have a kajillion dollars right, and right. they will crush you. I agree with you 100%, man. That's a that's a philosophy. I just didn't coin it that, but I like that term. You know, yeah. um, I've always been aware of that because it's like um, I was, I looked at it from the aspect: your network is your network. Like it's strength in numbers. Like you can't do anything and have an impact as an individual. You know, you just can't. <laughs> like you yeah. said, it's like you going against a team or an army is not gonna you're gonna get crushed easily. Yeah. So you wouldn't even be on the radar. So yeah, man, I like that a lot. Um, awareness, like you said, lack of resources and a lack of knowledge. Like think, like you provide both of that, both of those things. You know, so that's that's super dope. Um, is there anything that you want to address that I didn't cover? 
Um, no, other than so uh, this Wednesday, um, I don't know when this podcast is going to air, but um, we do we do a happy hour bar crawl for black owned bars and restaurants once a month. Our next one is June 28th, and everything else is, is tentative because our model is, is it's secrecy and exclusivity. So people don't know where they're going. You buy your ticket and you just buy into our brand. So we send out a text like 20 to 30 minutes before start time that tells you the address. And then those who are riding our shuttle, they don't need the address, they just need to pick up and you get that when you purchase your ticket and you just get on the bus and show up. And all of our happy hours are from uh, 5.30 to 8.30. And uh, we typically stop at two places. And then after 8.30, for those who want to keep the party going, we usually have a, a third after our uh, after party place. Um, and um, I'm all, I also have a, uh, a YouTube and a personal Facebook channel, aside from the social scene, where I discuss just my my views on not only Detroit, not only the country, but the world. And um, I separate the brand because I do a lot of, you know, I do cursing and, you know, I talk about white people, I talk about black people, I talk about Jewish people, uh, but I do it in a factual way, in, an, in a historic way. So uh, nobody really can say that it's anything other than the facts. Um, but I know sponsors and people we partner with may not want to be associated exactly. with my aggressive tone. So uh, you can just check out my, my YouTube channel is United Black Inc. And on Facebook, I, my name is um, just Damian Ellis. And on Instagram, it's Detroit underscore Damian. Cool, cool. Yeah, make sure y'all make sure y'all check them out. And uh, once again, I appreciate you for taking your time to be a part of this uh, Chris Massey show. And I appreciate all the listeners for taking your time also. If you want to stay updated with us, everything is Chris Massey Show. That's Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. Uh, we appreciate if you subscribe to the Chris Massey Show podcast on iTunes. You know, and uh, stay updated with everything. Uh, thanks to Dr. Ellingsworth, representing the group Detroit City, for this segment's instrumental. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram also at Ellingsworth. I-L-L-I-N-G-S-W-O-R-T-H. And a special thanks to the official sponsor of the Chris Massey Show, the inspirational lifestyle brand, Legendary. Their motto is, believers become innovators, innovators become legendary. They're connecting dream seekers and innovators through apparel. They have some great things coming up, uh, specifically these new iPhone cases, which I have the privilege of having one uh, early. Uh, and follow them at LGNDRE on Instagram. Check out the website also, lgndre.com. And uh, once again, Damian Ellis, appreciate you. And uh, this song that we're about to get into is from a talented artist uh, from Detroit by the name of Knowledge. That's N-O-L-A-J. You can follow him at N-O-L-A-J Music on Instagram and Twitter. This song is called Flint Water. Don't forget that's still going on, you know, just because you don't hear about it as much as you could or should. And, um, yeah, appreciate everybody. Peace.
water, Flint water. Here we go again. Another current event, another catastrophe. We change profile pics while they kill us off casually. I find myself asking me, is it worth it? Rapping about what's happening, but it's getting drowned out by trap music. Now that I know better, I find it hard for me to act stupid. Flint water, faucet water, poison sons and daughters. Life gets harder and harder, but what we gonna do about it? I'm really about that life, I'm just trying to see if you about it. Flint, Michigan, I hope you're listening. This here is called Flint water. This shit Flint water Prayed for you but I could've went harder Government trying to take us all out Black people gotta start getting smarter First off, recognize we at war If you need knowledge, then fuck with your boy One thing about it, I don't know at all, homie But I know Flint, 45 minutes from Detroit Shit kinda close when you really think about it Turn the faucet on, trying to get a drink about it Only thought going through my head is the lead Little boys and girls can't get up out the bed Shit so crazy, tighten up your shit, dog. Get your babies, get your ass the fuck up Don't be lazy, mama live on 8 Mile But I ain't shady, nah it's not a movie, nor is it Halloween, but the shit gets spooky Life just hit me out the blue, it's like nobody introduced me I was in Louisiana bumping Lil Boosie when it hit me Now I'm on the West Coast, on the Nipsey No matter how much moving around I do I gotta go back home to my city, close to that Flint water That Flint water I'm trying to stick around and see my daughter have a daughter, dog. I'm talking granddaughter, dog. I'm blowing granddaddy's herb, thinking about some old shit Like go your ass in the back of the bus, so that water fountain ain't for us Bullshit, like I ain't the one to get blowed with. I'm on some Kendrick and cold shit. Also, fuck my hair, fuck the club, and fuck these whole shit. Matter of fact, fuck my old bitch. Queens only, spiritual things only. Dreams only come true when you act on it. And since it's Black History Month, I said fuck it, might as well go ahead have a black moment. Yeah, power to the people, put your fist up. See the queen get the locks re twist up. See my dog twist up with him one time. Burn one with your dog while I'm in town. California sunshine in the wintertime. Down me the damn thing to a Flintstone. When you're running in the whip with the flow gone. Backwood, knock me back out the ozone. I know I'm. I'm a cold individual These flows is vitamins and minerals I spit shit to wake niggas up And to come together not to break niggas up No, you and I, T, Y is the only answer Fight from the inside out to kill cancer We self-heal, we ain't gotta go to the doctor Hold that money, watch what we spend on our dollars So much power in our dollars So much power in our soul Black people, we out cold Most of us don't even know Flint water Take Jake. Yeah.